Is there more than one? Did you see any other bodies in there? Tasha! We got a we got a whole ass limo out there. Big, big ass limo looking like it's full of men, but I haven't didn't see anything yet. Wow. It's finally Tasha's turn on the Bachelorette. We got four new guys. A tiny hair iron that certainly didn't help at all. And Tasha trying to explain what she does for a living. It's all pretty, pretty good on tonight's Bachelorette. Let's get into it. I'm joined by Justine and Natasha from Two Black Girls, One Rose. Let's batch. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. It's Tasha's turn. It's officially the Tasha era of The Bachelorette. And to break it down, I am joined by the co-host of Two Black Girls, One Rose, Justine and Tasha. Welcome back, ladies. Nice. I, saying ladies like that is very Chris Harrison. I'm sorry, but it's great to see you. <laughs> great to see you, Julia. Very happy to be back. <laughs> um, night one, Tasha. How'd you guys feel yeah. about it? What do you think about her as The Bachelorette? What stood out? Just give me your first impressions. Justine, you go first. Sure. I really love how she is running it so far. I think she's doing a really good job making it look like she has total control over this entire shebang, this whole show. I didn't, we said on our last episode, did not love her dress. Really? I liked it. What's your problem with it? I feel like she should show off her boobs at every time. Mm. Well, that came later. She has such great boobs, and I don't know why they were hiding, but... I feel like I feel like you got a good silhouette, though. I feel like you really saw the shape yes. of them. Yes, you, yes. Did. you did. But for a night one, I was like, dang. Uh-huh. She has such great natural boobs. I just wanted them to be out, you know? That's a, yeah. that's a dress that, not, like, almost no one could pull off. I, this is actually, yeah. like, not to go too deep on her body, like, in the first two minutes of the show, <laughs> but I just really like 
that she is obviously very thin, but she looks natural. She doesn't look mm-hmm. like she's been in the gym like every day. And I just, mm-hmm. I just in general, like a natural looking person. So mm-hmm. I was excited about that. Natasha, what about you? Um, on that dress, we said it looks a little bit, my big fat gypsy wedding esque. <laughs> That's the vibe. Great show. The was great, great show. Us. A little camo um, vibes as well. I was just like, this mm-hmm. is sort of like the military yeah. version of my big fat gypsy wedding. <laughs> right. <laughs> camo like version um but yeah I'm loving Tasia so far I love she has a beautiful smile she has one of those like infectious smiles so immediately she like puts you at ease she's coming in with a great energy these guys have been through the ringer these past few weeks of sitting around waiting for Claire to realize she don't want nothing to do with them so I'm glad (laughs) Tasia is now sweeping in with just a great energy she's giving guys a chance that we would have never probably seen from totally heard of with Claire Ivan Brendan things like that uh, guys like that so so far so good I'm loving it I feel like she's attacked to the brainiac so far like I feel like she's gone for the guys with pretty good professions not that that's the only way to judge but i i do appreciate like a a good professional man who's like you know she's into the scientists it seems like with um spencer and ivan which i'm i'm here for i'm into it i i was really into ivan when with the chess piece situation with claire so i was excited that he was getting a lot of attention this evening yeah i'm glad yeah we're seeing guys that i don't think were like claire's type yeah but are actually really good guys in the pack Mm -hmm. justine and i love dr joe the doctor. Sure. Of course. The anesthesiologist. Yes. This week's Um, narrator kind of. Yeah. Right. So I hope, uh, hope to see more of him. And it seems like Tasia is kind of spreading the wealth. So yeah. Well, it's really funny. I feel like now that Tasha's here, it's just like instantly changed how they're doing the season. Like it was Mm -hmm. such a Dale specific edit. It's very clear now that you've seen one episode of Tasha. It was like, Mm -hmm. we only got Dale for four episodes with Claire. They didn't Mm -hmm. get to know anyone else. And it feels like they just like reverted to like very old school bachelorette now. Like it felt like, Mm -hmm. like an early season to me. And Mm. did you guys get that vibe? Like, did it feel different to you? Or is that, is that like in my head or did you guys pick up on that as well? It felt like what The Bachelorette is supposed to be. So not, right. not for me, not an old season, just like a regular season. Sure. Claire's was like a departure from that. So, yeah. oh my goodness, it's it's wild. What did you guys think of the dates? Because I going into the season was like really excited that they were going to be in one location. I thought that could be good. How did you feel about these dates? We had her one on one was riding horses and Chris Harrison running around so much. Chris Harrison. Oh, no, but that's the problem. There's way too much. Chris Harrison. <laughs> much, Chris. Too much Chris Harrison before this show even started. Even started. I've been sick and tired of him for a long time. So mm-hmm. to just have him be on the host, he's the host of the dates. He's the waiter. <laughs> he's the, the bartender. Like it's just, it's too much. It's that was super much. weird. That was super weird. So we had that one on one. With Brendan. Yep. We'll talk more about that in a second. We mm-hmm. had the um well, I think they were calling it splash ball. It took me like splash a good ball. Yeah. a good 90 seconds to be like, oh, this is just basketball in a pool. Yes. <laughs> right, right. I was like, okay, this is a new game we're learning. Oh, this is just basketball. Okay, cool. <laughs> it really bothered me that they were wearing um sweatbands on their heads because like, they're just gonna get wet. It's just not, that's not gonna feel good. Yeah. It's not gonna perform its function of absorbing your sweat. <laughs> it it no. itself is wet. Um, so they had those. And then was there another date? I can't remember. Um, Brendan. Well, Brendan, Splash Ball. And was that it? Oh, I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, usually three, obviously. They're just totally off. 
yeah, off cycle here. No doing, rose ceremony. Right. So what do you guys think of Splash Ball in particular? Splash Ball is very like a classic bachelorette date, I mm-hmm. feel like. Um, Got to get the guys in some type of speedos situation. Mm-hmm. Got to bring a competitiveness, to, a little competitive edge to it. I, I mean, they had the little drama with Spencer and Riley. Spencer is being very yeah. aggressive. Yeah. We've seen worse though. We've seen much yeah. worse. Way it worse. was very mild, <laughs> the yeah. aggression of Spencer, I feel like. Because we got some blood. I feel like it really tur- right. turned it up. Yeah. I like Riley. I like Riley a lot, actually. I like Riley too. Yeah. Also, I was like, oh, Riley, this guy's loaded. He's a personal injury lawyer and like has like some side businesses. And I was like, yeah. nice. <laughs> Didn't get that info from Claire. Regular New York City hustler. Yeah. <laughs> All of these guys have just way more impressive careers than we've seen in a long time. Um, yeah. I asked about Splash Ball because I felt like coming out of Claire's uh, the dodgeball date with this or strip dodgeball, I was just like, are we really going back into this well? That's the thing. Yeah. I really wanted them with the one location to get really creative with these dates. Like I'm waiting yeah. for a scavenger hunt date. Mm. I'm mm. waiting for something cool to like around the resort, like to do something with like the grounds and something hmm. like that since they have the whole place to themselves yeah but nobody wanted to get creative they just want to do the same <laughs> shit <laughs> it is weird i know I, I and i'm like so sick of the la quinta i'm like god they gotta yeah. get out of there but they can't yep. i'm tired of la quinta i feel like they're struggling justine because there's not much <laughs> there to do even yeah. the resort itself i mean not to hate but it looks pretty bare bones as far as like fancy resorts goes. Mm. I thought the pool seemed shitty. I was like, where's the fancy pool? The pool seemed very holiday in. It is not like a lavish resort pool. (laughs) Where the waterfall, where the stone, like the, you know, you can usually jump off the boulders. Like none of that is at the pool. It's just a basic ass like backyard pool. I know. I was just like, it was like, it's not like lush around it at all. It's just like weird concrete. I I, I feel like (laughs) now that the Claire and Dale mania is over, like all of the warts of this season are very clear. (laughs) Like being stuck in this one hotel. Apparently with Matt's season, I I've um, gotten a lot of tips regarding Nemecolon and what's like what's going on there. Mm. And apparently where they are in Pennsylvania for Matt season, like has like so many activities on the grounds. Like it has like a zoo yeah. and it also oh, has wow. like hiking and it also has like yeah. just like all of this shit. I guess they went there on Jojo season, which I did not remember. But um oh, okay. Hopefully yeah. that'll be better. I think Laquita's just slim pickings in terms of what yeah. they can do, besides the pool, it seems. Laquita so. is like where your fancy friend stays when she goes to Coachella. It's like it's not <laughs> Yeah. It's not a resort <laughs> full of activities and extracurriculars. But, <laughs> this is a very uh, unpopular opinion, but I, I hate Palm Springs and I feel like Laquita makes it seem why. It's just like there's nothing to do. <laughs> not much happening. Yeah. What was your reaction to the to the strip dodgeball date? It was very controversial. It was just unnecessary. Nobody asked to see their butt or their junk. <laughs> like, <laughs> definitely not Claire. <laughs> she definitely wasn't looking for it. Exactly. Even though they put her in for like in front to say this is what I want, but yeah. I mean clearly this is like a producer kind of spin. But I felt like she was into it though. She when she went when she went out of her way to hug the guys and they were naked. I was like, oh, okay, she's mm-hmm. into this. Yeah, I think she eventually like not eventually. I think she was definitely down to see. Mm-hmm. what they're packing but the whole that whole <laughs> I mean, area like was you, just you need of to know <laughs> yeah. who, who can blame them um right. 
How do you guys feel about how Tasha is, is like getting to know the guys? I feel like you can very tell a lot about a bachelorette, but how she reaches out to them. Like, what are your first impressions there? Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved how she asked everybody, why are you single? Mm. I liked that too. Is that, a, yeah. is that an okay yeah. thing to ask on a first date? Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Especially if you're over, she's 29. They're mostly over 30. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely okay to be like, why are you single? And why did you choose this? Mm. This, exactly. Like you're yeah. cute with a job and you're over 35. What are you doing here? Like, mm-hmm. that's so <laughs> it's a good question. Mm-hmm. Is it a normal thing to ask in real life or only on The Bachelorette? No, in real life too. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. think in real life too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just be call, it's, it's kind of like calling them out though to their face. Like you're still single. You have a good job. What's your explanation? What's you the gotta deal? Know. Yeah. And I don't even think it's like accusatory. It's just you've reached a certain age in life. You seem very successful with your career and whatnot. What happened? Like, yeah. is there a story behind it? Mm-hmm. Um, or are you just an old dusty fuck boy? Like <laughs> their response will tell you a lot. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think um, falls into that category? Uh, Bennett probably a little yeah, bit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that tracks because I've got a real, a real weakness for Bennett. And uh, uh, yeah, I'll just yeah. leave it at that. Oh geez, <laughs> he Bennett, seems we've great. Come around, we've come around to Bennett. He's fun. Yeah. He does that. seem fun. Bennett seems like a great person to meet at a bar. That's usually my very low yes. standard. She's like, "Would you want to <laughs> hang out with this random Dang person at a bar?" And mm-hmm. he seems like he'd be great. One day we'll go to bars again and can see Bennett right. there. Doctor <laughs> Fauci says everyone can get a vaccine by April, so maybe Bennett. Oh. See you April first. See you right. April. The, <laughs> at the dusty spoon or one of those types of mm-hmm. bars. the frying pan or whatever that place the frying is called. Pan. Yeah, frying yeah. Pan. Mm-hmm. yeah. that's def- dilemma. Definitely, it. definitely his uh, territory. When I was in mm-hmm. college, I used to try to sneak into Jake's dilemma with my fake ID. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, great times. Right, right around this time of year on Thanksgiving. Right in uh, passage. <laughs> <laughs> totally us. So let's talk about some of these new dudes who came in. We got Spencer, who some discrepancies on what Spencer's job is. I mm. I saw um uh, first of all, I was gonna say Spencer played lacrosse. Do you find that surprising? Yes or no? Not at all. No. <laughs> it's like the captain <laughs> of the lacrosse team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He seems to hang out with his lacrosse club. Like that's like his main friend group. Like, and they go to like Tahoe. And okay. he lives in San Diego. It's just, it tracks, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. We understand the concept. <laughs> yeah. um, I believe it says that he owns a water treatment plant. Is that what it said on the show? A water treatment plant. I think it's what it said. And then I, then I was lightly Googling him and a it plant? said like, something like that. I, I think that's cool. It means that he's like an engineer of some kind, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or that sounds inherited. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Good point. <laughs> <laughs> he owns the plant this 29 year old he owns yeah. it well maybe he doesn't maybe he might not own it necessarily or i think okay. it did i'm pretty sure it said that though because it caught my mind and i was like wait what that's what? cool <laughs> in fact i wrote in my note spencer his job is actually cool but <laughs> but um he just immediately became the villain and yeah. i kind of like spencer he's just going for it he wants to be with Tasha. Where do you think Spencer was? Like, what do you think he did in between not making it on Declare season and being called back for Tasha? Oh, wow. Oh, is that what happened? Yes. Yeah. He was one of, he was pre-screened for Claire, didn't get the call up, and then they called him back for this. He's probably too young. Isn't he 29? How old is he? 29, yeah. Yeah. He might have been too. They got younger guys on there for Claire, though. They do. He seems kind of immature, though. I don't know. She would not have been into him. 
and boring. It's a little boring, in my opinion. I, yeah. he, he seems like second batch, like yeah, <laughs> the leftovers. Sure. Yep, an alternate. All of the new guys, in my opinion, seem very like yeah, understudies. The alternate, like oh, I see why you weren't in the first batch type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got Spencer. Then we got Montel, who owns it, who owns a gym or works at a gym. I think owns it though in um, mm. Hingham, Massachusetts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not Problem. a lot of info out there about him. I Googled him and all it said was that he was adopted. He has an adopted family. Okay. okay. Montel, happy for you. Then there <laughs> was Noah, who I believe is 25, definitely too young. Ooh, and he five. has a mustache. That's like his yes, defining he feature. Yeah. He has a, mu- and he loves that mustache. Yeah. That's what makes, that is what makes it so irritating. You know, he just yeah. loves that oh, mustache. Yeah. He thinks it sets him apart. He thinks it makes him mature. He thinks all these things about this fucking stash that looks ridiculous. Like to <laughs> everyone else around you, bruh. But okay. Um, oh. I just don't like a, a, a bachelorette contestant who's like defining feature is something on their face, like or something like about their physical appearance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least give me a bad costume to come in or something like that. Right. Something right. like that. Yeah, remember Waboom? Like, yeah. <laughs> he was horrible, yeah. but sure. <laughs> Did, did you guys watch when the Pantsapreneur was on? That was a long time ago. The what? The, this guy who had like a pants company. So he had called himself the Pantsapreneur. I don't remember that. <laughs> that I'm trying to remember whose season it was. It might have been JoJo or oh, it might have okay. been one before. It was a while. It might have been Dez. It was a long time ago, but he, yeah, yeah he, he was a Pantsapreneur. If you still remember it, that worked. <laughs> Well, <laughs> unfortunately, I've like committed a lot of time to the Bachelor. The Bachelor <laughs> so <laughs> it's also as a result of that. Um, and then finally, there also was Peter, who, to be honest, I remember almost nothing about. He was fine. Not a thing. Yeah, yeah. Bring in four guys. What did you guys think about that? Just four. I guess rounding it out, right to twenty. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. sixteen to twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't do it for me. I was hoping yeah. that we'd get like a standout knockout, somebody who's really going to like bring the drama, really keep the other guys on their toes. I feel like those four walked in. Everybody was like, eh. until Spencer got the first impression rose. Then they're like, Oh shit, he's actually competition. But otherwise I don't feel like they did much in terms of like add drama or conflict or even just get me excited. Like, Oh wow. There's a new hot guy coming in. Like, Yeah. I think if you're Tasha, though, you got to give the first impression rose to a new guy, right? Not if they're whack. I don't know. They were whack. <laughs> I don't know. Spencer, when she was talking to Spencer, I was like, this must be just physical attraction because the way he was talking, like, big beach guy, love the beach. Love Here's the thing, though. Like, She's from Orange County. Like, that's yeah. like, well, that, that's, that's how they talk. That's what they do there. They that's love the like. beach. Yeah. And <laughs> I love the beach as well. Yeah. But I feel like that's just... Did you guys happen to watch Dreamhouse Makeover on Netflix? No. Okay. <laughs> well, it's about a couple who do like home design, whatever. Okay. And the guy on it is from Southern California, moved to Utah, dying to get back to Southern California. And like his whole thing is that he wants the donuts of Orange County and to go surfing in the ocean. And like, that's his personality. Although I actually really like him. So kind of selling him short, but like, that's just sort of like a thing it becomes, and, mm. and I get it. Like I, lo- I love the beach as well, but mm-hmm. like, it just becomes like a defining part of your personality. It's like, I'm a beach guy. I'm from mm-hmm. San Diego. Like I surf. I'm from San Diego. It's kind of like all Stephen Coletti's. But, like, all- with a, <laughs> right. Yeah. The less swag. Yeah. The less swag. 
Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I don't think Tasia really owes the old guys anything. Anything. Like, I, I get them being butthurt. Like, damn, Spencer walks in, then he's the new guy, and he gets the first impression. But technically, she doesn't really know any of the old guys yeah, either. So she doesn't really know, owe them anything. So I get it. I, I totally agree. I don't I don't know why. I, I, I Like I said, I think she would go with the new dudes because there's, like, no baggage there. Like, they're all starting mm-hmm. fresh. Mm-hmm. She did seem to pick... So, so let's talk about the guys who, like, really came into focus. And those are the ones who she seemed to really get into this week. None mm-hmm. of them were really on Claire's radar. We got Ivan, the aeronautical engineer, who I've just been yeah. waiting for him to shine. And she seemed really into him, which was cool. Yeah, yeah I think so. They look nice together. Like, they're yeah. almost like siblings in a way. Not <laughs> because they're both black or mixed, but they look similar in my, in my head. Looks like it her was- little brother or something. It was cool, you know, among uh, amid all the calls for more diversity on the show, it was cool for Ivan to like talk about their races and, and like mm-hmm. the way th- when they first met each other. Like I was just like that they didn't necessarily have to show that in the edit, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think like as small as that may be, it is meaningful yeah. within this franchise mm-hmm. for them to like acknowledge Ivan and Tasha's race and in a conversation between them from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I thought that mm-hmm. was a, a, a nice touch for this episode. I mean, that's like a really low bar, so I'm kind of embarrassed to be congratulating <laughs> it. But, but it's something. But as you said, it's a choice. It's a choice in editing. They choose yeah. what stays on the on the cutting room floor and what actually makes it so the audience can hear. And so that's a choice that they made. And it's good because they don't really have conversations ever about even just acknowledging someone's race or background. So totally. Which definitely let's... a low bar, but it's a, definitely a new addition. Yeah. Let's talk about Brendan, who's my superstar of the episode. Love Brendan. Love Brendan. <laughs> Why, what made you guys love him? I feel like I've loved Brendan since that group date where he was looking around and was like, so anybody talk about yourselves? Because I just talked about Rosendale. <laughs> I think that was him. Who was like, him yeah. and Penny were the two who were like making sense during that episode. And I was like, hmm, I like these two. Mm-hmm. I believe Brendan also declined to remove his jock strap when he lost yes. in strip dodgeball. Yes. And he was the man's got some self-respect. Yep. <laughs> he, I remember that there were certain people who had like boxes, yeah. um, black boxes. He had one, but you could see he still had on the jock strap. And, I was like, and she was like, it's okay. And, I was, and he was like, yeah, I know it's okay. Just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Brendan revealed with well, he was very nervous, but he revealed that he, like Tasha, had been divorced. First mm-hmm. of all, I feel like he must not know anything about Tasha because I, if he did, he would know that. Right. <laughs> is that a knock for you? Is that this came up with Claire too? Was that a plus or or a negative with someone if they don't know anything about the lead? Well, Tasha wasn't his lead, so <laughs> he might have done all the research in the world on Claire, but he might not know anything about Tasha. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a knock. I think you want to come in prepared knowing something, like unlike that guy, Brandon, who yeah. <laughs> literally knew absolutely nothing about Claire. But yeah, Brendan, he didn't know Tasha was his lead, so I think it's totally fine. And it probably shows that he doesn't really watch The Bachelor or yeah. Bachelor like that. So um, that's a little refreshing. He's not really, you know, within this world, knows the formula. He's kind of very being, you know, very much being himself. Yeah, so like, Justine, do you want a Bachelorette contestant who watches the show or do you want someone who just goes on for fun? I think I think everybody goes on for fun at this point. Um, but it's not for love. What? <laughs> <laughs> I do think though that if you don't know anything about the lead, it is a bad look for Definitely. sure. 
But not a whole lot of people would remember that Tasia was divorced if they didn't look her up or like watch Colton's whole season. Cause she doesn't really like, it, it doesn't say like divorcee in her Instagram bio. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's not something we all know. <laughs> oh my God. That reminds me. I can't remember who she was talking to but when, when he asked, what do you do? Like, what's your job? And she was oh, like, um, my God. Well, <laughs> I travel a lot and I'm like in the beauty and lifestyle space. Oh, I was Lord. dying. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Tell me about yourself when you ask that to like an influencer. I guess yeah. that's what they say. <laughs> so, so funny. I was like mortified for her, but also was like, well, I guess it's pretty honest. She I does guess. travel a lot personally yeah. and professionally. That was yeah. so funny. Oh my God. <laughs> I just, I cringe thinking about it, but. It couldn't have been more honest. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, and so that Brendan tells like a long story at their dinner. They, they, they have like, they have the weird horseback riding day where Chris Harrison mm-hmm. is scooting Off around the being the bartender and the waiter. Super strange. Also like not necessary. Also just put some crew people on camera. It's fine. They can still wear black or whatever. Just a- mm-hmm. have your, ask your PA to do this. Why does right, Chris Harrison right. have to it was bizarre. I don't know why? Yeah, that's true. They could have dressed the PAs up like mm-hmm. like Quinta staff or yeah. I mean anything, but I, they just wanted the comedic moment, I guess. I think one thing that adds to the weirdness of the La Quinta is it, it just seems so empty. Whereas like mm-hmm. when they just go to like the random like restaurant or warehouse where they have their dinner, it, mm-hmm. you know that it's like just like set up for that one evening, but this just mm-hmm. feels like abandoned and you're just like why are you why are you guys in the abandoned desert in the middle of the summer? It's really weird. I don't get it. I keep calling La Quinta the Motel 6 on our podcast because that's literally, I expected way better quality from like a lavish resort in the Southern California desert, whatever. This place looks very basic. It's, it's funny. I feel like they're just not shooting it well because it is supposed to be really nice and people really like it. But I don't know. I'm just telling you guys, Palm Springs blows. It's the most overrated <laughs> vacation destination in America. Like, I, I, I just think it sucks. And how much Spanish tile can you see before you're just sick of it? It's like, it's like yeah, we've all seen the Walsh's house in 90210 and all of those shots. That was enough. Like, it's just, I don't I know. know. It's, it's very true to life to me. Anyway, I, I digress. Brendan... <laughs> tells his whole story about getting divorced and how he was like, you know, all his feelings about it. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the most endearing stories I've ever seen a bachelor or bachelorette contestants ever tell. I just Mm -hmm. loved it. Justine, you're really shaking your head. (laughs) I loved it too. I loved everything about it. I loved how he like asked her to kiss her. I love a nice, innocent, like, Oh, I'm going to kiss you, but I don't know. I love that moment. (laughs) I love um, that. He told that whole story and gave a lot of context behind his own personal feelings and hers because i really don't like it when people talk about a breakup or divorce and don't say anything about the other person yeah and he did his ex-wife well but totally speaking about her mm-hmm. which says a lot about him so yeah i'm like brendan yeah. are you are you the best person to ever be on the show I, we have to consider it <laughs> that's a really good point he did make his ex-wife look good he was just like we got married too young nothing bad mm-hmm. happened it just wasn't right for us mm-hmm. i also i i was thinking about this a lot because of kamala harris I think there's like a new space on in, in the popular consciousness for women who don't want to have children or who, or who don't have children. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and how, like, I feel like you had to like, this is like also again, really small, 
But Brendan just saying like, I really want to be a father and she didn't want to have kids. So we knew it wasn't a match. Like mm-hmm. that's like a kind of conversation that I honestly like can't think of being in like the national conversation or like mm-hmm. television conversation until like fairly recently. I just feel like mm-hmm. women are so defined by like if they have children or not. Right. And mm-hmm. I thought that was also cool. Yeah. I think the conversation is becoming more around how it is a choice. Like yeah. women can still make that choice. So yeah, I'm glad that that, again, another thing that they, on the editing floor, that could have stayed there, but they chose to, to, you know, put that in. So I yeah. appreciate that conversation. Totally. I, I, I completely agree. Also, it may, it gave Tasha like, you know, he, I don't think he knew, although maybe a producer told him, but I don't think so. He seems pretty genuine. It gave mm-hmm. her like a great opportunity to talk about her own story in a way that mm-hmm. was like, not like the way they like fake play up tragedy of like this horrible thing <laughs> happened to me. I yeah. got divorced. I, mm-hmm. I mean, and I don't want to down downplay divorce. She made it sound really painful and I'm sure yeah. it is, but it's not the same as like, I don't know, having two heads and having to have one removed or something like that. And <laughs> I, I appreciated that too. She's getting, yeah. I think compared to Claire, she just seems like such an amazing breath of fresh air of like yeah. a normal human. Yes. And a good listener. And yeah, she yes. asked, I think, great questions. I, I love that she asked, why are you single? Versus like, so how, what do you do for fun? Like, cut the bullshit. <laughs> like, like, we're all grown people. All of you men here are deep in your 30s. I don't care what your hobbies are. I want to know what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. So I like that she's she's bringing that energy, but not in like a like a sharp, direct way. It's still in like a bubbly, like yeah. fun, positive energy, Tasia way. Yeah, you can see how she like sets people at ease. She seems like she's just like mm-hmm, fun to definitely. hang around. Also, she does seem interested in the guys, whereas like mm-hmm. with Claire, she was so interested in like finding their relationship. Mm. Tasha seems way more interested in like getting to know these guys, like getting to know them, right? And That's she, yeah, it's really like night and day. What it's, I mean, again, I think this part of it's how it's being presented, mm-hmm. but like the guys were so upset that Claire didn't try to get to know them. And now it's like, Tasha's like, okay, like let's keep going. Let's keep talking. Mm-hmm. Even if it's mm-hmm. kind of awkward. Right. I like yeah. how she seemed kind of nervous too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- and I think that having her, having that energy, like helped the guys as well. Yeah. Cause they were just dealing with someone who like didn't give a shit about them. And <laughs> been kind of sitting here waiting around. And so it's nice to see somebody come in. Who's like, great energy she's a little nervous as well it kind of puts them at ease and lets them kind of like step up because they even had a moment with claire where claire had to like berate them for not (laughs) does anybody want to talk to me i know these poor guys can do like no right and so it was nice that tasia was like a little nervous then they can feel like oh all right let me step up and be my you know quote unquote manly self Uh Uh i'll never get over that line that was so funny i lo- absolutely loved it I'll- claire's given us a lot this episode is brought to you by reese's peanut butter cups all right it's official i think i've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time like any good relationship they really balance each other out one is super sweet and the other well they can be a little nutty sometimes it is of course reese's peanut butter cups the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate so perfect some would call it true love Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, 
It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Let's just talk about Claire for a second, then we'll come back to Tasha, just like the episode. What did you guys think about the um, sit down between Claire, Dale, and Chris Harrison? What was your immediate reaction to that? They need a, a mental. I want the mental. I bring want Claire. Mental. <laughs> bring them up with all the guys. That's you what imagine. I want to see. <laughs> like that is the same as their IGTV or their IG live, or whatever they did three days ago. That was the same thing they said. Oh, did they do one? Yeah. Like, what did they say? Oh, we never met each other before. Oh my God, we're so in love. I just want to lick your face off. Oh my God, you show up for me. I love you. I love you. I love you. That's all they said. Which is so great. And I'm so happy for her that she found this love and waited her whole life. Mm-hmm. But I want her to be confronted with Jason, who's like, yo, I fell in love with you after three yeah. hours. <laughs> and like, you? you owe me an apology on the national Jason, stage. Jason <laughs> needs to be like, you put me through the most harrowing date of my life. And it worked. And now I'm in love with you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I'll come back to him in a second. But do you guys believe that Dale and Claire never spoke? I do believe. Yeah. I, I can't. I do too. To swear on her father, I, I can't. I know. I she takes some lying. Yeah. I know. She wouldn't. I don't think she would lie about that either. No, also, I do no. think she was like excited for all the attention of being the Bachelorette. So I, I think she was like not mm-hmm. looking to to short circuit the process. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I mean, she clearly loves loves the attention. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys catch the moment where Chris Harrison's like, what comes next? And Claire's like, babies. Yeah. And what did Dale Dale's say? Like, Dale didn't say anything. He was he like, we're gonna, he was like, we're going to just take it one day at a time. I believe that was his response. <laughs> On different pages, guys. That was, um, talk about a bad edit. That was uh, really yeah. upsetting for Claire. I really, really hope that is not what they're like offline or when cameras aren't there. Because like, that was just a really bad sign. Fair, real, real red flag. Apparently yeah. they're in South Dakota right now based on their social media. Yeah. yeah. Getting to in know her, his Dakota. family, his sister. Oh, I forget. He's from yeah, see, that's what's next. Not babies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's <laughs> not they're doing it. Right. I give this all with an extreme grain of salt. I don't mean to be a rumor monger, but I'll share a rumor, which is that Dale has been going on dates with women in New York well, before this came out. What? I don't know if it's true. I saw it on Demois. You know that Instagram account? Who? Wait, before what came out? Before, before like in the in like the intervening like last three months since you met Claire and the show ended. 
apparently he's like been spotted going on dates with women, but uh, while some, engaged to Claire, I don't know if it's true. It might not be true, but it, it's oh, out God. there that that's people are saying that. But then did you guys know about Dumois, the Instagram account D E U X M O I. It's very irresponsible. It's basically like all of these DMS that the person who runs the account gets about like celebrity gossip and, and Ooh. just like sp- sightings and whatnot. And there's been a bunch about Dale, but then someone was like, well, he was actually just with his real estate broker or something. But that also sounds like a lie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I don't. How long do you guys give them? Oh man. I hope they last. Prove everybody wrong. This was love at first sight. They really had, because they do, they do have some real deep connections on some very specific, like very personal things like losing a parent um yeah that stuff's really sweet where they've turned off their emotions all that stuff so the fact that she's always been wanting someone to show up for her for him he's never had someone who's been around when he needed them they have like very specific things in comments i'm hoping this connection although very fast and like crazy to the outside world is actually real Mm -hmm. and they last We'll see after that COVID we'll see. vaccine. We'll see after he can go back <laughs> to the bar. How long, how long they can last. Yeah, um, yeah. To your point about mental all, I agree. We definitely need that. But I don't know if they can do it because let's just talk logistics. So right. they wrapped filming end of August. And then I believe Chris Harrison had to go to Pennsylvania like mid-September. Mm-hmm. So I don't, unless they do like a Zoom mental all, which would be a real lame situation i can't tell you how i'm so done with like the zoom tv experience like watching watch what happens live with everyone on zoom yeah i can't do it it's awful it like hurts my ears i i I now i just want to thank all of our audio engineers who work on television and on podcasts thank you kaya um (laughs) because bad audio like makes my ears hurt and i'm so sick of it on tv (laughs) yeah i hate that too the zoom reunions and all that awful so mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how they're gonna be able to do it. I don't think they can. I hope they don't do a Zoom one. Oh, that would be no. I would rather just have none at all. I know. But, I yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. And we're already here mid November. Tasha season's gonna wrap by the end of the year. I, they should just give mm-hmm. Tasha the rest of you know. Don't deprive her of an episode just to get the mental all in. I think we we've all moved on. Mm-hmm. True. True. We all moved on. But the guy who we definitely need to see is Jason. What's your guys read on Jason and how he has fallen so hard for Claire? That date was a lot. Yeah. That (laughs) doesn't surprise either of us. I think. No, I think he's very much a man who just doesn't show emotion. He's one of those. There's some guys that wear their heart on their sleeve. There's a lot of men who just don't talk feelings at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he was one of them. He had a lot of childhood trauma and stuff that he's just suppressed and a lot of it came out on that date. And with that came, obviously, feelings and trust in Claire. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't give two fucks about him after that. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is where we are now, where he's pining and has nowhere to turn and just has to go home. What he's else? probably not not accustomed to this feeling of being like, wait, I have feelings for someone. Yeah, it's too. not reciprocated. Mm-hmm. And the trust, too. Like, not that feeling of trust in someone else. And he trusted her with his story. He trusted her with his emotions and like deep-seated family you know drama that he's never really talked about mm-hmm. um and i think he's left dealing with all of that by himself and doesn't doesn't do feelings ever so doesn't really know what to do with his it's like i don't do it with my hands now like <laughs> <it's> weird. <laughs> he's like katie perry on stage doesn't know what to do and so <laughs> i i just felt like 
also his conversation was was pretty weird. So um, our anesthesiologist was helping him figure out how he feels. He's you know very enlightened guy, and <laughs> there was really weird music playing underneath it. Like also as like Zach was like helping him figure out how he feels. Like mm-hmm. I thought that mm-hmm. was there was just like a weird kind of like menacing music, and I was like, this is just really. <laughs> Are you trying to like tell us to be wary of Jason? He just seems like a sweet guy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't get that. Yeah. And I really loved how Zach, how we got to see Zach and Joe help him. I feel like we don't see that a whole lot on TV with men mm. helping each other through like an emotional crisis. We don't see that a whole lot, which mm-hmm. is really nice. These men seem to like each other. It just seems like they're yeah. enjoying, enjoying themselves. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. I'm I'm happy they found each other. Like they're like so supportive of Jason and like <laughs> yeah. helping him talk about his feelings. Yeah, it is nice. I I did think I was like you know Zach runs a sober living house and he mm-hmm. I think himself is in recovery and I was like he must be a great coach to have in your sober living house. Just feels like he's really there for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's a great addition to the house. Yeah, sure. yeah, he's together. he's a, a really a different type than we tend to get. Way more cerebral. Also, I feel like his head shape is different, adding to his cerebral quality. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what? He has like a weird oh, head. head shape. Yeah, he does. I don't even notice. Yeah, you gotta check it out next time. He really does. I gotta look. Yeah. Is, it's like the same as Ashley from Potomac. He has yes. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like in the back. It like is like I don't know some, something going on there. But <laughs> Zach and, <laughs> until this week, Zach and Brendan really just sort of were the same to me, and now really? I feel like I, I know them differently. Yeah. I was calling Brendan Curly oh. Hair forever. Yeah. I did not know his name. Not a clue. <laughs> Brendan kind of reminded me of like um like a nerd from a musical. Like like sort of like he would be like the nerdy guy who like saves the day. On, yeah. Although he's oh. as, although as she said, he is very handsome. He doesn't have like hot guy personality though. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's kind of no one with hot guy personality. There's no alpha in this group. There isn't. That's what's so different, I feel like. Yeah. There's always like at least one. I mean, Dale was kind of like that figure in the house yeah. just because he was the best looking. Not, I don't know if he's has such a strong energy, like alpha energy, but mm. it's a really nice group of guys, like all kind <laughs> of even, all on the same plateau, like no big standouts. Um, or like that's why they're. I think the post credit scenes have been better than usual because like watching mm-hmm. them interact together mm-hmm. has been like yeah. some of the most fun. Yeah. 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 I, I would like to get more of that, but you know, we, we need as, as much of the lead as possible, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I loved Brendan so much this weekend. And it's, you mm-hmm. guys are right. Like Jason is like a, he's just a lost puppy looking for that one. I wonder if he does get to confront Claire, or if he's talked to her since just to be like, this is how you hurt me. Oh my God. I think Jason needs to go home and just go straight into therapy. Yeah. Like leave Claire <laughs> alone. Leave this whole experience in the past. Just yeah. move forward on your recovery and dealing with issues that you clearly have not ever dealt with. And seriously, like just go kind of yeah. no. he needs yeah. Zach in his life. He should go to yeah, wherever Zach is. Zach, yes. yes. Um I think that Jason went to Tasha in between her like daytime and evening yes. with Brendan, based on the dress she was wearing. Yeah. 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 So that was like there's mm-hmm. been a lot of really weird editing this mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. the time li- timing is all messed up yeah mm-hmm. but like the seams are really there it's kind of like they usually do a better job but like you can just see just based on clothes and stuff I, I think it's also harder to fudge probably based on the locations yep yeah. mm-hmm. but another like really just tiny moment that made me laugh was uh 
Tasha clearly is having her hair and makeup done professionally, which she should. She's the lead. Did you guys catch that moment where she was using the tiny navy hair iron to like over her iron her hair? And I was just like, oh, that no. doesn't do shit. And she also is not doing her hair. Yeah. Oh god. They always have those moments. They have a full face of makeup, but then she's like with the blush in the mirror. But it was like <laughs> the tiniest hair iron. <laughs> it was like a hair iron for like a like an American girl doll. Like I don't <laughs> Damn. It, it was so weird. I was just like, did she even bring that with her? Like, I don't know. It was really it was just really strange. I did not catch that. I, I do I do like her styling though. I think she's been looking really good. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah. yeah, hair looks great. Makeup looks great. Off mm-hmm. the shoulder looks for her really works well. Yeah, yeah, they do well. Yeah, she, she's crushing it so far. She's definitely, I, I feel like I didn't really have a feel for her personality, even though she's been on Paradise and Colton season, but I feel like we've gotten to know her in a way. I'm so distracted mm-hmm. by her voice. I'm like trying to place her accent. I'm like, is that New Jersey? Is that, mm-hmm. where is that? I, listeners, please let me know what you think because it is not mm-hmm. an Orange County accent. Mm-hmm. I don't, it doesn't, I mean, we're from Jersey. To me, it doesn't scream, it doesn't scream Jersey. Okay, then it's not Jersey and I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I don't know what it is though, I, I, but I need to hear her say a few know. more words. I need to hear her A's and her O's to understand. <laughs> like those are usually pretty telling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also looking for, like, I, I'm not sure like what will break her heart. She seems so even and steady. So I'm like really wondering like what are these teaser scenes of what's get, mm-hmm. of what she's going to be upset about? Mm-hmm. yeah scenes of her breaking down crying i'm like who is that who i know that? <laughs> like who was that over right what yeah. so if you guys had a pick who do you think is the face the leader in the clubhouse Ooh. oh brendan yeah brendan definitely i think i mean he has a leg up now because he did the one-on-one but yeah. mm-hmm. the, the his divorce story so yeah. similar to hers and like that's such a unique personal lived experience and to be sitting across from someone who's like telling you they did the same thing <laughs> that's that's pretty i think their connection is going to be pretty solid mm-hmm. my sleeper pick is ivan I just feel like yeah, there's a connection I there. Too. I think Ivan too. Yeah. Also, he got a lot of screen time just like saying how he was feeling tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's like, Literally okay, we're going to get a lot more of him to come. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Also, the guys seem to like him, which I think is good as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't tell Brendan doesn't seem to interact with anyone else. I don't know. He seems so yeah. chill. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure Brendan is fun. That's my only concern about Brendan. Oh, yeah. He does seem a little, a little bit like in his head. Like everything serious, nervous guy, just a nervous guy wanting to be loved. Yeah. I feel like low key though. He's probably like really funny. That was kind of what I wrote in my notes that he's super quiet and reserved, but low key is probably like hilarious. or has like a really dark sense of humor or something, something beneath the surface there. A lot of Massachusetts guys are just thinking about it. There's like three or four. That's new. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm always interested in where they're like finding these guys. Um, just like mm-hmm. it's a lot of Northeast. It's New York and Boston this time around. And I guess some LA guys too. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah, there's other- two. Some, se- some seasons they'll have like eight guys from Texas. Like there's Texas, like, from Denver. San Antonio or something. Yeah. yeah, Denver. So interesting. Anyone else you guys are excited about? Anyone else stand out to you? Ooh. I want to see more of Dr. Joe personally. Dr. Joe, yeah. definitely. I just loved him from bio, from cast bios. Even the the roast date. Yeah. He, like, shares, he shares some of his jokes <laughs> yeah. online. He's really he's funny. I want to see more of him for sure. I think that's a general consensus. I feel like a lot of people are like, give me more Dr. Joe. Mm-hmm. Plus more Dr. Also, they Joe. really should have played up him being a doctor. How often do we get doctors on this show? Right. Right. And right. it's during a global pandemic. I know. Bachelorette. That's something to talk about. I know. Yeah. It feels like a really yeah. big missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Give him a little shine. 
All right. We, we all, we all agree. We need more Joe excited about Mortasia. I feel kind of good to be like back in this, the usual routine of the bachelorette, like done with the sort of crazy you've, you've broken it. Right. (laughs) Claire had her time and now it's, it's, I'm happy it's over. We're on to Tasha. Back to business we, as usual. We knew the, the ending of Claire. So it was like, I know. Okay, when is this going? How long are they going to like? Yeah. <laughs> now we don't know the ending. At least the mm-hmm. time I don't. I'm t- I don't either. I'm totally unspoiled. And, um, and I, I, uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm like excited mm-hmm. to not know what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, it's hard also to avoid spoilers very frequently, but I've just been trying to like yeah. avoid the internet in general just to like, mm-hmm. just, to, <laughs> just to like live a normal human life as much as we can. <laughs> And it's kind of, I'm like, this is great. I hope to, I hope to not get spoiled going forward. I usually try to avoid it as much as possible. Yeah, Um, we do as well. Yeah. It's way harder to do the pods if you know what's going to happen and less fun. Yeah, exactly. Spoil free. for sure. I feel like the editing like had to lean into the Dale stuff because everyone knew, but it did really like make the show less fun. It made, it made everyone look worse kind of because it just made the guys seem complainy. It made Claire seem obsessive and it made Dale seem just like a weird sycophant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Refreshing to kind of get out of that. And as Justine said, like we've all known for so long. Yeah. So I know it's like three months in the making. It was almost like, okay, next, like we know Tage is coming to spring her over kind of over this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, Justine and Natasha, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it. If you want to yeah. hear more from them, Subscribe to the two Black Girls One Rose on Patreon. What else can we plug for you guys? Um, we're on Instagram. The number nice. two Black Girls Number One Rose. We live tweet every Tuesday now. Mm-hmm. Um, two BLK Girls One Rose on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, join us on Patreon. We put out mini teasers um, and episodes for free on iTunes and all the platforms. Uh, but if you want the full episode, definitely join us on Patreon. Awesome. Thank you so much. It was good to talk to you guys. Hope you enjoy the rest of the season. Stay safe and I'll yes. talk to you soon. You too. Bye, Juliet. Bye. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 